Brought to you by Tiki Torches. The torches against racism. Tiki Torch must have been mad. They mm-hmm. came out. They released a statement wow. and said, we do not stand with white supremacists. Oh, so wow. brave, so brave of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy that you never think as Tiki Torches you'd have to yeah, really. release any statements. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think. So. <laughs> but there you go. What Top. you got? Oh, no. I'm getting, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> oh, don't. It's going to be the last one in a while. Oh, don't say that. Oh, it is. Well, no, we got a whole topper episode coming up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I don't care about this. Yeah, so it's not, skip it's not, this. You just want to end now? Yeah, we'll <laughs> okay, send it. Okay, send them out. Yep. All right. So at first, before we get into <laughs> before we get into the news, uh-huh. I want to get your guys' opinion on uh, seagulls. Oh, I love them. I'm how, for how them. do you feel about seagulls? <laughs> <I'm for them. laughs> that surprises me after Actually, knowing I'm your seagull story. Yeah. story. Yeah, I'm story. Against, I'm I don't know why them. I said story <laughs> like that. Seagull story. Story. Uh, my uh. Side, this is nothing to do with anything, but uh, why, why are you sharing? <laughs> well, the starry thing. Well, I, I do need it. to know about okay. Um, I never, never thought about seagull in my life, but you should start. <laughs> uh, continue. Um, Dave, our friend Dave came into Grohl? our house the other day. My, my friend Dave Grohl, <laughs> and he walked in, and Savannah went to go. My youngest daughter went to say hi to Dave, and she went, Hi, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like that. We're like, Why'd you talk like an English person? <laughs> Anyways, um, seagulls. Yeah, how do you I don't, feel about them? I don't. I don't. You know what? They're seagulls, kind of annoying. Seagulls are kind of jerk birds. Okay. I. Have, when they have they ever done anything good for anybody? They poop on you. Have you ever been pooped? Tommy, you've been pooped on by a seagull, haven't you? No. I thought you yeah. did. Really? I, I mean, you if did. you don't remember, then I, I feel like that's something you'd be pooped on a seagull. Either you blocked it out of your memory. I remember. Or it didn't I remember my you. mom being pooped on by a seagull once. Really? Yeah. Um, seagulls. No one would say they like seagulls if they do their line. There's no reason to like a seagull. Name a reason. Name a reason. I don't like them. Name a reason. It reminds you of the beach. Uh-huh. No. So That's what? the worst part of the beach. Oh, that reminds well, you of the beach. I would love the beaches more if there was no seagulls on it. So wh- why are you asking us about seagulls? I asked because <laughs> this is... <laughs> any, any reason? I actually just wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> this is going to confirm your stance on oh. seagulls. Oh, being against them? Being jerks. So um, seagull rips off man's testicle as he sunbathes oh. naked. Oh! Goodness! Wow! What? Was there food on it? What do you think? <laughs> no, not at all. Do you think it was just a couple of eggs out there? Hold or up! Something? Yes, probably. Steve had to think it was do, some sort of. So food. that's a. You lay know eggs? what? Shane might just be an expert because they lay eggs, right? Bird experts bird. say the fearsome bird mistook the man's exposed privates as a couple of bird eggs. Uh, you know what? See, he shouldn't have been clean shaven. That was his fault. You know what? Though he should have let those suckers grow hairy. Well, I would have known. I have a couple of questions. This is in the, it's in the UK. Okay, so that's what's going. Is this yep. is this a nude beach? It's yeah, it's in the UK. I so this is a very was, yeah. normal thing of not them to everything, do. Not everything. Not every what? beach in the UK is a nude beach. That seagulls bite off guys' no, balls. No, a nude beach. Oh, I thought I thought the seagull part was the normal part. But not but not every beach over there is like no. that. It's just I mean obviously there are some. So but the, I I I do know that it is more normal over there yeah. than. He had to have been allowed unless he was bold because they said he was out there sunbathing naked. Was he asleep? No, doesn't say he was what asleep. He might have been asleep. Doesn't say he was asleep. Oh, he was asleep. He was asleep. He woke yeah, screaming sense. in agony. Oh, my gosh. It'd be terrible. I can believe that. That's terrible pain. Ripped him off? Ripped him off. 
Are you um, ready, ready for me to make every female listener mad? Yeah. Um, hit, getting hit, kicked in the balls is more pain than childbirth. Oh, I'm not getting into that debate. Yep. I mean, it's not a debate. It's scientifically proven. Go look it up. Oh, my. Well, yes, yes, childbirth for, lasts a lot longer. Yes, that's the thing. So I would rather be kicked in the balls because of it. But just the second of being kicked in the balls and the second of giving childbirth, science is proven that it's more. it hurts more. Wait, you're going to you're gonna have to back this up. No, no, I don't, because all of science has proven it. If, show if, me an article. I want the other side to show me one article. That's, no, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't what I said. I don't need Eric. to prove it. <laughs> Eric, you can't say... Sorry, you want me to look Eric, it up no, now? No, but eventually... I, you don't have to right now, but afterwards... Eric, we just put out the fire of racism, and now you're going to have all women mad. Yes. It's not a sexist comment. <sighs> it's nothing to do... It's not saying that it's better or worse. I'm just saying it hurts more. Scientifically proven. It, it does. All I'm asking is... To just find an article for it, so that to, to back it up, because otherwise, then people are gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Why uh, you don't you don't agree with me? I've never gone through childbirth. Oh, you cop out answer. <laughs> you cop out answer. I've, I've never gone through childbirth. I watched my wife go through it, and it looked terrible. All right, do you need the article? Testicle testicular blow from who? From who? From who? Um. Snopes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Sounds real the, reliable. the Bumbly Bee. What was the... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the whatever that... The guy. Onion. This is Snopes.com. What is Snopes? Don't worry about it. You said my article. Don't worry one. about it. It's science. The singular blow is exponentially more painful than childbirth, according to Snopes.com. Who is Snopes? <laughs> Here's, all right, so we have some homework for the listeners. I want you all to go look into Snopes.com yeah. and tell us if it's a credible source. Is it Professor Snape's cousin? Mm. <laughs> well, if that's the case, oh. uh, but true. anyways, so this you guys, do you guys want to know about the what guy? Do you know if he him? lived? Did, yeah, that's what. Yeah, well, he oh, lived. He could have died. He lived. I just thought his wife called an ambulance. Uh, they took him in, gave him some antibiotics. Um, they said injury is not life threatening, which is good. They uh, patched him up. He's still able to have children. What? Yeah. Did he lose both. You, of them? you just need one. one. One working. Oh, he only yeah. lost one. Just one. Just one. Still. Yeah, Still, it's, my um, goodness. Yeah, that's the. Can you think of a worse way to be woken up? Nope, not at all. I don't think so. Mm-mm. My off. Oh, Eric, what are you doing over there on your phone? He's still. He's still working. Okay, so this one is hard because there isn't an actual measurable unit of pain, despite <laughs> internet folklore of the subject. Pain is actually received by sensory neurons called nociceptors. Wow, I did got that one way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which send nerve signals to the spine or brain. They could fire off either. Okay, this just talks about for for the testicles, which are rotten with those the things due to their importance, with the the things that make you feel pain. The nerve receptors. That sharp pain is compounded by the fact that the nociceptors are connected to the stomach, so the brain's vomit center. So that hurts. <laughs> for women, it really. It isn't really any better. The uterus is also lined with a load of per, uh, pain, firing nociceptors, and they're under duress for hours at a time during labor, and then there's a the nausea factor. Since pain is subjective and not really measurable, the bait is called a tie, which this is not... This is <laughs> 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 you read the whole thing, got to the end, realized this isn't helping my case yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. No, it helps it even more because, oh, because a lot of ladies like to say, no, it's not even close. This one says it's, it's subjective. Basically what this says is... Men are wimps. Mm-hmm. I can't. Well, women well. are made for pain. Yeah. Like if you ask, like when we get our tattoos, the guy says, "Oh, men take it a lot worse yeah. than women do." Women I take pass it a lot out better. whenever I get blood. <laughs> you do, you do, <laughs> and I pass out watching Lauren get an IV almost. 
<laughs> Remember, I, I shared that. There's only one way to find out. We need to get the simulator. I've seen oh. that. And we need to put the things on our stomach. And, and just see what it could do. I, I know it, it's going it to hurt. Go. I know how bad it's going to hurt. Well, that will be. It's going to hurt really bad. I get it. Ugh. I get it. So this guy survived. How old was he? Oh, no, I don't know. How? What do he look like? Is he sexy? Middle-aged. <laughs> no, he's basically he, naked. Was he sexy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. This man doesn't want to show his face. He just had his ball ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, it doesn't say if he was sexy. <laughs> I'm glad, see his age somewhere. I'm glad you're at least looking that up for I'm me. trying. I'll let you know if I find it. All right, good. Hey, thanks. Thanks for that tip-top. That's news. you know what it wasn't such a tip top thing to happen, but Tom, yeah. that that was a good news story. I did not when you asked me about seagulls, I didn't think you were going to say that next. Yeah, it, yeah. Seagulls, yeah seagulls, aren't, seagulls aren't very interesting. Bottom line, give you that. seagulls suck. They do. Oh, they do. Um, so we have another staple on Tip Top Thursday, which we normally only do on Thursdays, but we'll bring it out for some of our episodes uh-huh. on Tuesday. Um, but let's get to our next segment: Not Your Mama's Questions. <laughs> Not your, not your. What was that? You got a question? I don't care. Cause it's not your mama's questions. Not your mama's questions. So if um <laughs> you have any questions, please send it to us. This one is from um Andrew Kravos, who has sent us another Kravis. one earlier. Um, yeah, I can't. I should have asked him when. Oh, he says it how to say it. <laughs> Kravos. So I was right. Bravo. Oh, I was like Bravos in, Ga- in Game of Thrones. Yep. Yup. So um, he sent us the wrestling cool. one, but he, he wanted to give us another serious one. So let's get to it. Um, this is mainly for uh, Shane and I since we're pastors, but um, this, this still applies to Topher as well. So as pastors, I'm sure you are asked quite a lot of your time from your congregation, hospital visits, advice and guidance, etc. How do you manage your time where you can devote yourself to them, but not let yourself be taken advantage of and still live your life? Where is the line drawn for you where you have to turn off pastor mode and go into civilian mode, husband mode, etc.? Great question. That's a really good question. Very good, Andrew. I mean, it's it's difficult because there it's not black and white. Uh, it's it's not clear cut. But um, because uh, the bottom line is, there are some people who will just naturally take up more of your time than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when that happens, like you spend a lot of time with certain people that, that are going through crisis mm-hmm. and you're exhausted and then a new person comes along that needs you you can't just be like oh sorry i'm too tired you know like mm-hmm. it's, it's you have hard. to be ready for the like if we got a call about someone in the hospital now we'd have to go maybe yeah. right now that kind of stuff so there's those kind of things we have to be ready for mm-hmm. not, we're both of us we aren't in like a really big church right um i'm not even at a church right now yeah. but like so it's so it's you when you're not that big. It's not as many, but the more you grow as a church, then the more needs need to be met, the more marriages that need counseling, mm-hmm. more people that all that stuff. I mean, but like you've had people that have, that like to meet with you. You can't yeah. meet with every single one of them on a consistent basis, no, even though no. you would, you might like, to. I have, I have a few people that I do meet with on a consistent basis that I have met with for a while and I enjoy it. And I'd like to continue doing that. Um, but obviously, yeah, you're right. You can't do that with everybody. Uh, but the question of like when do you turn off your pastor mode, you know, that's difficult as well. But you you do need people that you can be around where you don't have to feel like and I don't know, this kind of feel I feel weird saying this or feel bad saying this, but like 
where I do need people around me where I can be like, okay, I don't have to be Pastor Shane, and I I, I don't like saying that because it makes it makes it sound like I'm fake. Yeah. Around no, people. basically, here's what you're trying to say, mm. and and this is very true, and the, and we I found this out the hard way. Yeah. Um, I'm not different we in front of people. This conversation before possibly, but. I'm not different in front of people compared to when I'm around my closest friends. Yeah. I'm just not as guarded. Mm-hmm. When I'm with my clothes, because I could be my, I could be open. Where other people can misconstrue some of them, stuff I'm saying, mm-hmm. I need to make sure I'm I'm not offending anybody more. Yeah. Where I know my closest friends, I can be truly myself. Where when you're in front of other people, you mm-hmm. are they're looking up to you in a certain way. So you just need to guard yourself, and protect yourself mm-hmm. because and of that. They may not. Um, you know, have the opportunity. Like they may hear you say something, who's someone who's not that close to you, but is just around you. And if you say something the wrong way, they may hear it and not feel close enough to talk to you about it. But then all of a sudden, they they make assumptions about who you are you based pre- on you're protecting yourself. Yeah, based doing. on something that you said that they took the wrong way. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. And uh, and whether it was right or wrong, you know, or it's it's difficult it is a difficult so thing. there are times for me that like you were, like you were saying that i need to have my friend time mm-hmm. that is not like my pet like we have small group and i most people in my small group are like my really close friends but even yeah. then i'm still like i'm still in church mode i'm still like working mode yeah where when i'm with my close friends i'm not necessarily working doesn't mean i'm like now a, a terrible sinner or whatever like it doesn't mean i'm living a double life it just means i'm not trying to work right now right but if i get a call then so what i found myself doing is we look at the schedule of the week and mm-hmm. with doing the church plan and i'm meeting with people regular basis we're planning on launching in a year it's getting harder and harder to do this because i'm meeting with so many people about potentially helping us and mm-hmm. ways they can help um but i have to do it at night most of the time we just if we have too many things going on one yeah. one week then we purposely would say well, okay wednesday we can't do it we're just doing nothing mm-hmm. That's stuff that we have to start doing. Um, or if not, then I will sacrifice my family to the altar of ministry. Yeah. Because I'd be so much time, I would never see them. Mm-hmm. So, And that is so easy to do. That's Oh, so many pastors do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when you're bivocational, which sometimes you have to be, and it sucks mm-hmm. when you have to do that. Um, that's you're in real dangers of that because you have to still try to be a pastor outside of that. Right. So that's just kind of some of the stuff I do is I just or if I have a busy season, mm-hmm. I know Chris is gonna be busy, then I take a week off afterwards yeah. or like a couple. Because it's after. just natural. It's a flow of ministry, flow of church. Mm-hmm. Some sometimes they're busier than others, but you you have to have boundaries and you have to keep your Sabbath. Uh, mm-hmm. That that can't be violated. Monday is Shane Mon- and I Sabbath. Yeah. And so and, you won't answer phone calls on Monday most of the time, right? No, no. I, uh, sometimes, like, uh, it. what I tell people is, like, if it's something, sometimes people just forget. Yeah. And so a lot of times I've gotten phone calls from somebody, and then I just let it go to voicemail, and then I listen to the voicemail, and they're, like, talking, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, it's Monday. I forgot. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not that – it really isn't that big of a deal. But I always tell people, like, if you're not dying, then I'm probably not going to – get back to you until I heard Donner, Don, Donald Miller mm-hmm. talk about this before how he said he had a pastor who uh, at one point was had his it was his anniversary and he had this date with his wife and it was at home and someone knocked on the door as a teenager and they were upset about something and so he brought them in on his anniversary and talked to him for a while yeah. and all this stuff and he was trying and the pastor was saying this like it was a great thing Don Miller was like that's terrible yeah that's your anniversary so he said if someone were knock on my door I would literally say are you about to kill yourself? Yeah. If the answer is no, 
then you can wait till tomorrow because yeah. I am with my wife right now. Yeah. It says you have to do that. Set that yeah. boundary because some people, like you said, will take all of your time mm-hmm. and they will just keep coming, keep coming. And some people, you have to outsource it. Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm not a marriage counselor. I can help with some stuff. But if you need professional help, I'm not going to be the one who does it every week. You yeah. need to go see somebody yeah. for that reason. But if I try to be the savior of everybody, mm-hmm. then I would have no time or anything else. So sometimes you have to encourage them to find other people to talk to. Right. Um, right. Because they have to. But top on yeah. your end, when being a full time employee, mm-hmm. a a former host of a podcast, <laughs> um, all the stuff you do, plus a lot of church stuff you were uh-huh. doing, how how did you get to the point where you had to decide? Okay, I need to step back mm-hmm. a little bit. I need to maybe not do as much because you did have to do that. Yeah. How yeah, you, you how did you decide? <laughs> yeah. Start, yeah. It starts with a podcast. <laughs> how did you get to how do you get to the point where you decide? The most unimportant that? thing. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I was about to say, because for me, it's different in a sense that I don't have you leading a congregation. You have everybody, everybody wants to meet with the pastor. Everybody wants to get a one-on-one and wants to ask this of you, whether it's money, time, advice. That's not necessarily the same. I mean, maybe from close friends, I would get that. But there have been times as a volunteer where I've been asked to serve in certain areas that I maybe wasn't so cut out for, but I did because of either... I wanted to help the, the pastor out um, yeah. out of guilt. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes, and you can normally tell if this is something that, you know, you aren't cut out for or called to because you, you start to not like resent it, but it becomes a chore and you don't, you yeah. know, you don't have a passion for doing that. And when, when that starts happening, I think it's that those are signs. For example, there was one time where um, church was just starting up um, with, with connections. Mm-hmm. And there weren't that many people there, and I was asked to be a greeter. <laughs> you were? <laughs> I was at, exactly. It didn't last very long. And that's, that's one of those things where I, because I was serving in other areas, they needed help, and I agreed to do that. But there were plenty of other people who were more than capable but had not stepped up. And that's, I mean, yeah. greeter is obviously a pretty simple job, but there are certain people who are made to do that kind yeah. of stuff. That's really, that's not my thing. And if it's not your passion, you'll get burned out. And you it. will. That's but that's thing. called strategic service. Yes. Right. It's seeing a need and stepping up and doing it yeah. for the time being, even if it's not your area of expertise. Right, or your right. But just for the time yeah, being. Yeah, it's not, like, that like can't with be a, permanent. hey, I'll do it for a month while you find right. someone. That's different. But yeah. Yeah, force yourself permanent. to put in your spot that you're yeah. not feeling called for. All You're going to resent it. You're right, going right, to right. not look forward to it. And you have to be somewhere you're passionate about. So if like, let's say you're passionate about something like, I don't know, lights. Then you uh, go ding, to that ding, light ding, board ding, and, ding, go, and go, it. and go, boop, 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 and then make that's it look it. awesome, like a DJ. <laughs> uh huh. So I do. But no, that's I mean that's pretty much me. And to Shane's point, keeping a Sabbath. That's one thing I had to remember to do mm-hmm. because for a while you you were still doing church stuff on on Saturday because that's mm-hmm. your Sabbath, right? Yeah. Or yeah. maybe Sunday. No, because you were Saturday. volunteering on Sundays at youth group. Yeah. So just trying to yeah make make sure that you have that. I mean it is it gets harder and harder yeah. I feel like the older you get but just making sure that you keep that too mm-hmm. so yeah very good Andrew thank you for sending us Thanks, that Andrew. question great question uh-huh. um, you can send us questions we need them we need questions yeah. we're not going to do them every Tuesday or every other t- or oh, I'm sorry Thursday or every other Thursday um, but we'll still do them during the regular show uh, you can email to us you can um, go to Facebook you can um, go to our website and do it that way. There's a lot of ways you can do it. Shane, what's another way they could do that? Yeah, easy. You could you could <laughs> wrestle a seagull, remove the testicle out of its mouth, put a, put the question in, slap it on its butt, send it our way. <laughs> yep. You yep. could you could ride a killer whale through the ocean. 
Uh-huh. Put a note on it. Slap its butt. Send it our way. <laughs> Do whales have butts? Do seagulls have butts? They have tails, well, don't they? Have to find out. <laughs> yeah. If you want to ask us a question, right, yeah. you better find out. <laughs> yeah, easy. You could uh-huh. find a white supremacist, wrestle him down the ground, yep. put a note in his pocket, slap him <laughs> on his butt, send it our way. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. with, a, with a sponsored tiki torch. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, so send us your questions. That'd be great. Topper, thank you for a great Tip Top Thursday. We've enjoyed our Thursdays. I hope our listeners can still find enjoyment on Thursdays, even without it being as tip top as it could have been. But every once in a while, we're going to surprise you with a tip top Thursday. Um, whenever we can guilt Topper into doing yeah. one with us. <laughs> so, Topper, can you send us out for us? <laughs> you knew it was coming. I'm ready. Oh, go ahead. Hide your balls. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.